So I'm watching TV, but I really want to be doing something else. How? How do we do that? Or I'm moving from one task to the next, but in between I accidentally find myself doing something completely different. What happened? How do we transition from one thing to the next? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Come on. are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD symptoms. Why? I'm your host, creator of the Nudge Program, author of Descending to the Top. My name, Russ Jones. Nice to meet you. Guys, we are going to learn about some stuff. We're going to laugh about some stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, here is some stuff. All right, welcome to the podcast, guys. Today is going to be fun. Today's we're doing a little something a little bit different today. Do you guys ever struggle with that going from one task to the next? You know, like we're sitting there watching TV, we're playing video games, and we know we have a thing that we need to do, like maybe clean or maybe work, and we just we just can't seem to get into that. We we're stuck. Our brains are yelling, "Go! Do the thing!" But we just uh, we can't seem to transition into it. Oh my gosh, can we just fix that? Well, if there's anybody that can help us with this, with our transitions, it is my good friend Ellen Goodwin, and she she agreed to come on the show. We got her. Here's Ellen. Okay, if unchecked procrastination, rampant distractions, persistent energy leeches, and extreme multitasking are your struggles, Ellen Goodwin is your expert. Guys, she is the uh, she's the author of Done, How to Work When No One Was Watching. It's awesome. Uh, she is a productivity consultant, a TEDx speaker. She's the co-host of the Faster, Easier, Better Show, which is a uh, awesome. It's a micro podcast. And you guys thought this podcast was short? Their episodes are seven minutes long, and that podcast is dedicated to improving efficiency in all areas of your life. Guys, she came on. She talked to me, and without further ado. Let's talk to Ellen. Ellen, how are you? I am doing great, Ross. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on and helping us. We need to get into these transitions. Can you, yeah. can you break this down for us? So, and I know you and I, we've done work in the past. So like the one thing that I know that I struggled with the most was the transitions, transitioning into something that I, I know I want to do but I just can't find the motivation to do it. Talk us through that. Transitions are moments of choice, which is one of the biggest problems we have when it comes to to getting distracted. Because when we have a moment of choice, we can either go to what we're supposed to do or we go the wrong way. And then and then there we are. We're, we're distracted. We're procrastinating. We're not doing what we're supposed to supposed to be doing. So if we can recognize moments of choice and sometimes just call them out, you know, this is a moment of choice. What's my choice going to be? And just vocalizing that, uh, A, you'll sound really weird if other people are around you, but <laughs> if you do it to yourself, I mean, you are, are bringing yourself to that attention. Here's a moment of choice and just calling out. You're like, oh, I have the choice to do what I'm supposed to do or not do. I mean, I do this if I ha- I rarely get notifications on my phone, but if one comes up, you know, I, the natural tendency is like to reach for your phone. And then I'll, I'll halfway there, I'm like, ooh, this is a moment of choice. 
And my choice is not to check. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. So any transition, especially we, we stop doing something and then we're going to the next thing. And there's that moment of choice, that gap in time that yes. and it can be like a tiny, tiny gap, but it could be enough just to take us off track. Um, years ago, I used to have a problem. I'd come back from the gym in the morning and the way I, I would come in the back door, which would go right to the kitchen and I would you know, put breakfast together and I would start looking at the news, whether it was like on my phone or on the, in the paper. And all of a sudden my morning was just gone because I would just, my moment of choice was, do I come in and go straight to the shower and get moving? Or do I like, Oh, look, there's a cup of tea and some eggs and the newspaper. Oh my and, gosh. Oh, I yeah. can get so sucked into those things. <laughs> so, hey, oh, go ahead. Oh no, no I was going to say the, the, the um, that moment of choice. I recognize that that it, it feels like a void from like yes. you you've stopped doing the one thing. You now have to go do this other thing, and you're in this void, this mm -hmm. in between place. And I love that the the thought of it's a moment of choice. So now, how do we make the choice? How do we we know what we need to do? Or we, we have ideas of what we need to do. So what should we do? How do we figure out what we're going to do? Well, there's several ways. So like, as I was talking about, you know, coming in from the gym and getting lost. Right. Well, one of the ways we can deal with moments of choice is to be, be smarter than ourselves ahead of time. And in that case, I changed the environment. So instead of coming in through the door that went right into the kitchen where all of those temptations were. I started coming in through the front door, which then leads right to the bedroom and the bathroom and shower. Right. So I got the next thing going. So um, I changed the environment. And, and that is one that that is one of the easier ones to do. It's, it's a matter of looking at, okay, when I'm in that transition, when I'm in that gap, that void, what do I tend to move towards? Because we always move towards the thing that's more fun, that's easier, that doesn't take the effort. If it has any kind of iota of struggle, yes. it's so easy to forget about it. Yeah, or it's to like, say, I can't right now, I'll do it later, right? Yeah, you want to lower that curb. I mean, you know, just imagine that like to get to the thing you're supposed to do, there's there's just there's a step of some sort. And it could be the smallest step possible, but it's, you know, you're going to have to lift your foot up. You know, it's, it's like mentally you're lifting your foot up to get to that thing. And the fun stuff has, they don't have, they just got a big old on-ramp, which is decorated <laughs> with like banners and streamers and confetti. It's like, come Goddamn on-ramp. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, the step is just like concrete and cold and nasty and it, no one wants that. So we go to the fun thing. So you have to remove that step. And, and that a lot of that you do with your environment. You know, you make it impossible to do the fun stuff. You know, for me, it was like, I can't get suckered into the news and breakfast until I go to the shower. And I'm not even going through that area that's got food and got news and all the fun stuff I'm going straight to what I need to do. And we can do that. In our offices, we can make sure that we have on our computer, we've blocked the fun stuff. Sorry, but the, you know, you, how you dare a, you? I know. Don't um, you dare make me. 
I mean, I use self-control on my computer and, and it's not my personal self-control. It is a program that like blocks all this stuff. Yeah. You know, I can just, I can put it on. And if I know I'm really going to be in a distracted mood or really want to give in to the good stuff, I will set that to, to block all of my stuff for 23 hours. So right. especially like I'll do it at night at the end of the workday, so that when I come in in the morning, especially if I haven't slept well or, or just you know don't want to get into what I'm supposed to be doing, I have already blocked myself. I have eliminated that on-ramp to fun. And so right. that moment of choice, there's, there's all I have is to do the stuff I'm supposed to do. So oh, that's great. And remo- you know what, that reminds me of something that you had uh, when we, when we were working together uh-huh. and you were mentoring me like a champion, yes. uh, it, there was a, uh, uh, I don't know if I'm going to phrase this right, but it was setting my, the environment of me, right? So the, it was like setting up rituals that yeah. I would do, uh, like putting on a hat when I was going to go do yes. a certain thing so that over time, can you speak to that a little bit? Absolutely. So again, you know, it is, is in your environment. And so you can do this, just, you have a starting ritual. And, and, and it can be as elaborate as you want, or just as simple as, like you said, putting on a hat when it's time to write, you, you put on a piece of clothing, whether it's a, a sweatshirt that you wear when you are focusing or a hat or a piece of jewelry. And the only time you wear that is when you are doing this specific thing, because you're signaling to your brain, this is the time I do this. Now, think about it. Any sort of athlete, for the most part, does this. They dress the part before they do the sport. You know, it's like right. uh, if if I'm a swimmer, I don't sit around in my office in my swimsuit. I mean, am I? I mean, I do. Well, some people. I want to be a swimmer, so I'm <laughs> always I'm wearing a swimsuit right now, talking to you. I'm not even going to ask if it's a speedo because oh my, <laughs> it is the required uniform I'm wearing. But this, but think about it. I mean, you know, any sports right. people, for the most part, get dressed to do that, you know, and, and they don't wear that except when they're doing that thing. So it's the same sort of thing for us with, with there's something that you need to be working on specifically. Let's say you're writing every day, you know, put that hat on, put that sweatshirt on. Uh, John Waters, the, the actor, author, you know, producer. He has this ratty brown sweater that he puts on every day and he calls it his creativity sweater. And while he's wearing that, he's working on his writing and and ideas for screenplays and stuff. So um, getting your brain in the idea of this is what we're doing and and you're not doing something else. You can do this with music. You know, that that you only listen to this kind of music when you're writing. I do that. Oh, uh, I, that's exact. I was just about, just about to say that that is one that has worked for me and yes. it has, uh, it has cemented. Like I hate, uh, I really don't like exercising and I have this playlist. I it's oh, called yeah. my ADHD focus playlist <laughs> and it has this tropical house music and I would just play it every time I would go for a walk. And uh-huh. now if I don't have the motivation to go on a walk or something, if I start listening to that music, I just automatically am like, oh, this is what we're doing. And it's so much easier to get moving. Perfect. Yeah, I Perfect. love that. I couldn't have said that any better. Couldn't have said that any better. So yeah, having having a starting ritual that gets you going, that takes you across that void, 
you know, basically uh, when we're talking about the void, I, I just see like two big cliffs and a big river void. And there's like this rickety yeah. little bridge and you have to get across that bridge and it's very tenuous. And, but if you do things like having a ritual change your environment, you're building that bridge up to be much, much stronger. Oh, um, that's amazing. That's awesome. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in saying, you know, you can also call it a gap, you know, rather than this void, you know, I mind the gap. England, they hear this all the time, you know. When oh, they, yes. They, oh, mind yes. the gap. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not British, is it? I don't, uh, that I don't was know like old timey. Oh, yes. Hello. The old timey like, dude. It's just like it just reminds me of somebody from like uh, an old explorer club on uh, I think it was like underdog or something. Yeah, <laughs> or like an old safari. Yes, yes exactly. The jungle. <laughs> that's what I see. But yeah, okay. just saying, I just I'm derailing us right now. That's I'm okay. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, like you know, mind the gap, and and so you, say it. Say something to yourself that that makes you realize, oh. This is where I am because again, you know, those transitions, the fun stuff is that on ramp with, you know, there's people handing out ice cream and there's confetti and all the fun mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and so just, just being aware, you call it out, you say it, you have a physical plan to get past it and, and okay. just to notice when transitions are occurring. One thing you can do is that if you do need that time, let's say you just finished working on something for work and, and there's a, a definite stop mm -hmm. now you, and you have to go to the next thing we get caught up like, Oh, let, you know what? Let me check my email for, you know, I'll just take a second, you know, an hour later, you're still futzing. How around. do you know me so well? Just <laughs> timers, my dear timers. This is <sighs> what, this is where a timer would come in that like, okay, I'm going to check email for five minutes. But before you do that, you just like start a timer. And you know me, I'm all kitchen timer. So it like, ticks. oh, yeah, you, you, uh, I'm, I swallowed that pill a long yeah. time ago when you get, yeah, I am yeah. your ultimate timer Timers. protege. Timers I live and breathe them. Such genius. And so, yeah, you give yourself a, okay, five minutes. And then I'm going to this next thing. One of the transitions that we all deal with is when we leave where we're working, maybe it's for, for lunch, for a meeting or whatever. And then we come back and there's that moment you sit down and, and start to work and you go, huh, what am I going to do? And then, oops, you're on that on-ramp to fun. And uh, I love on-ramps to fun, but not when I'm trying to get stuff done. So yeah. I'm a big believer in leaving yourself breadcrumbs you know, channel your inner Hansel and Gretel. And before you leave the desk, the office, the wherever you were working, grab yourself a post-it note and write down the first three things you're going to do when you sit down. Like the first three things that will take up the first 20 minutes or the 10 minutes, but you automatically know you've got that post-it and it's on your keyboard. It's on your chair. It's right there when you sit down and you already know what you're going to do. Boom, boom, boom. You're going to do those three things. And chances are that'll just bring you right into that whole momentum focus. I'm, I'm working. That's so helpful. The being like specifically knowing what you're going to be doing mm -hmm. is so important. That's great advice. Thank you. Well, I, oh, here's something you're I welcome. want to know. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> no charge. Let's go back to the safari. Yes. Shall very we? good. Shall we? Shall we? Okay. Uh, <laughs> The uh, the other thing 
is if there if we're in a space if we're in a space where we are having trouble getting out of the um uh, out of the thing that we're in so we're trying to transition out of something that has us like um mm. video games or watching tv so at, at a certain point um we've just depleted every bit of executive function and we have no motivation or drive, or if we're hyper-focused on something, so we can't seem to get out of it. What's some uh, way that we could transition out of something? Well, you're pretty much screwed. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Ellen. I really appreciate all your help. <laughs> um, well, again, this would be something like when you sit down and start, if you can, you give yourself a, a, a time limit. Yeah. Okay. And, and like, set a timer and go, oh, the timer went off and you set a timer that's far away. I am a huge, huge believer in setting when I'm working at home. I set the timer on my stove. Oh, that's because, brilliant. Because that does not shut off by itself. It will you go, have to get up and you have go. To get I up love and that. Turn it. And that's a great one uh, where, you know, I'm not getting into, oh, this is super fun, like playing video games. But a lot of times, when I'm writing or editing or, or doing something on the computer, I don't want to get up. I want to just keep going. And that yeah. forces me to get up, do that whole, like, you know, how you should be moving every hour and um, having some sort of timer, something that just breaks the, the, the hold <laughs> that yeah. whatever you're doing, you have to be able to break that hold. And, um, that's and why, a not, you know, an obnoxious sound across the other end of the room is perfect for that. And, and you know, that obnoxious sound could be your spouse. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can it you give me a be... favor? And in 30 minutes, uh, exactly. be a pain in my ass. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I do that with clients that like, yeah, I need to get something done, but I also need to do something else. And, and I'm like, well, I will text you at, at this time and you will stop and move to the next thing. So having some outside help sometimes is helpful. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. External accountability. Lovely. Yes. Um, awesome. Well, Ellen, uh, I don't want to take up all your time. So I appreciate all this yes. valuable insights, helping us ADHD folks get out of, uh, get out of our transitional muck. <laughs> Always happy to help anytime. Uh, thank you so, so much. All right. Have a good one, Ellen. You too. Take care. And that was the interview with Ellen Goodwin. Man, I always love talking to her. She is, there's always something new to learn. Man, if you guys want to know more about her, go check out her website. Go to ellengoodwin.com. Definitely get her book, Done, uh, How to Work When No One Is Watching. That book kicks butt. I have a copy. I have read a copy. And I have accessed it multiple times. It is a massive reference for getting shit done. And once you're done listening to this podcast, head over to the Faster, Easier, Better show. Go grab a quick seven-minute micro-podcast. Grab five of them. Grab the whole goddamn series. And guys, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please take a minute and uh, leave a review on iTunes. Uh, rate it on Spotify. That stuff really helps out. And above all else, above everything else, have yourself a fantastic week, and I will talk to you later. Later.